Welcome to the Jamco Talks podcast. I am the Jamco, and usually I would be sitting here with a guest, getting ready to talk about whatever the topics are that are planned for the conversation, the podcast. But uh, this is going to be me really having a, a conversation with the fans, you know, one-on-one, me and, and the fans. As recently we, we found out that uh, a good pal of ours, Eddie Mack, the, the late great Eddie Mack, the Mac Daddy, the uh, Grandmaster Mac, as I would call him, recently passed away in uh, news that was, was shocking, absolutely uh, crazy shocking. And you never expect to sit here and talk about someone who's gone in the stuff that we do, whether you leisure or hobbies or whatever, because, you know, we all talk to each other every single day. Some of us do and some of us don't. But to actually have someone that's gone is actually quite crazy. And the last time I sat here and did something like this was about 13-odd years ago when James Thomas died. And the dude was 15 and he died from a heart failure and nobody knew the information. And, you know, different times, different people, different uh, you know reactions and, and things like that. But it's crazy to think that we can lose people just like that. When I received the news a little bit later than everybody else due to the time zone difference, uh, I couldn't quite comprehend the news. I couldn't understand how to how to process something like that because when you have someone who's such a, a, a figurehead of, of many different things, you know, you, you try and, and sort of mentally try and consume that news as to sort of accept it, but you can't because it's it's just so crazy. I didn't immediately put anything out on social media. I was going to wait until Friday for this podcast to sort of say my thoughts. And I'm not going to sit here and ramble on for 10 minutes. Don't worry. I know no one wants to hear uh, uh, me spout on about what I think. As everybody else has put out their statements and their own uh, opinions on Mr. Mac. But I wanted to say a few words in regards to the person that I knew uh, way back when and, and also now. And also memories, quite frankly, that I've shared with, uh, with Eddie. And in a way, I'm thinking to myself, why, why am I upset? Why am I kind of down about a dude that I never really met in real life? You know, someone could look at me and go, well, you didn't really know him. You know, you only knew him online, never met him, you know, you never met his family, you never been around him. And that is quite rightly so. And that could be said for anything else. I've got good pals on, on here like, uh, you know, Nathaniel Carter, uh, Ray Geddes, even Smokey, that I've known for a long time. I haven't met any of them in real life. I live in a completely different country, so that's a whole different, you know, thing. But I guess in a way, we do create these relationships online with people where we do share, we, we, we share personal griefs, we share good times, we share bad times, and maybe some people have friends online that maybe are probably better relationships than they do with people in real life. I don't really think a relationship has to be in the form of, of a physical, you know, in these days we're able to connect with people on so many different platforms that if we create something that makes us feel good, if we create relationships where people are there for each other, you know, it doesn't really matter. And in a way, we've all found friends, we've all found compadres on this online that, you know, we can really meet people and support each other. And that's the beauty of, of you know, all these, these social media platforms and even uh, things like Discord where everybody shares the love of, of doing the, the wrestling thing. And man, I knew that Eddie Mack loved this. He absolutely loved this. And this was something that I know is a great outlook and a great uh, project 
many projects that he would do to unwind and almost became almost of a, a kind of kernel in, 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 in doing this. And that goes to show with the content that he has produced. I'm not going to claim that me and Eddie met were best friends. We were pals, though. We ran in different circles. Uh, I don't really run in a circle. I'm just kind of keep to myself. But we had a mutual respect for one another. And just for the fact that we had known each other for a while, um, regardless of me leaving for quite a long time and, and all those kind of things. And, you know, we, we've had some moments, some sort of clarity moment, because we do share the sort of same kind of mental health issues and there have been a few occasions where that kind of brief period where he was putting out some concerning statuses about you know having some issues at work having some issues with friends and all these other things and i wanted to reach out because i always reach out whenever i see anything like that because i go through the honest experiences myself with depression with suicidal thoughts with all these kind of issues when it comes to the therapy and, and medication and all these kind of things and i've had conversations with him during that time and you know that there were certain times where he would have low self-esteem of himself. And I quite frankly said to him, I said, Eddie, Matt, you're one of the most respected men in this whole thing that we do. You are beloved by everybody else. I said, I wish I had that kind of, uh, you know, that kind of opinion that people have of me because it feels good. It's nice. Um, but, you know, I'm not you and I never will be you because we're different people. And I wish I was you in that, I had that kind of respect and adulation. And that's not something that you can easily get. It's not even something you can work on. It's something that somebody else gives to you. And a legacy that you create from just being you and, and sort of creating and, and just kind of helping out other people. But I said to him, you know, you have no areas to feel bad because you are one of the most you know beloved cats in, in this whole thing. And I wish I had that, you know, due to different issues to different situations you know that's never going to happen but you know i haven't been doing this as long as he has so that's why you almost should be seen as a a legend and i first met eddie mac back in 2008 i believe it was 2009 uh this was 12 years ago and i was just some little pubescent kid i don't know what the hell i was doing and by then Eddie Mac was a commentator for WEDF, and so was I. I did that with Smokey, and we had some good times. We never actually called a show together, me and Eddie Mac. We were separate, and uh, I used to get a good laugh because he, he used to have a guy, I think his name was El Jefe, but I used to call him El Jeffy because I didn't know, was, <laughs> didn't know how to pronounce it. But, uh, you know, that was kind of the, the original sort of guys around that time. Fast forward, you know, all these years later, I took a, a huge gap, of course, went away for 10 years, and, you know, life happened. He, of course, stayed with it, stayed with it for a very long time. And when I came back in 2019, ready to, to maybe do this little stuff again, I found it incredible that there were guys, new guys, of course, doing their thing, but then that the old guys had also were still doing their thing. And they were almost like legends. They were almost like, uh, you know, the outlaw of the West, where everybody know, knew who they were. And when I looked at Eddie Mac and when I looked at his show, CCL, and when I looked at everything that he'd done, it was insane to me because I thought, man, how did he keep doing this for that long? You know, I couldn't do that for, for this, you know, 10 years, 11 years, however many years it's been. You know, I'd want to flip in, probably strangle someone, someone, someone will end up pissing me off. So when I looked at Eddie Mac, what I saw was a guy who was very, very respected. He was very, very well liked. And 
he almost had an aura of being the sensei, the chief, the man that everybody went to, almost having a, a respect that surrounds him. And, you know, that ain't something that comes easy. You know, you don't ask for it. It's given to you from my other people. It's always about, you know, word of mouth. And I've seen that through a lot of these statements that people have put out. I always believe a man is judged by two things. One, the way that he teaches children. And two, what people say about you uh, when you're gone. And I don't know if any man had kids. I'm not really sure. Or family or whatever. But I know that he has been spoken of absolutely uh, fantastic with the worst from all different sides of the coins, groups and clubs and gangs and all these kind of things from different sides of the fence. And it's been nice to see that everybody is on the same page in what they thought of him, which goes to show that his enthusiasm, his personality crossed over to everyone, regardless of your opinions on whatever it may have been in terms of video games, wrestling, politics, religion, whatever it is, or any you know issues that... Uh, people have had with each other where they don't talk to each other for you know, a very long time and kind of Eddie kind of being in, in that storm of all the different things that uh, do so. When I did this podcast, I had a few people I really, really wanted to talk to. You know, I had an idea of the kind of people I wanted to talk to. I had big names that I wanted to make sure that I got on my podcast from the wrestling side, video games as well. Still people I haven't managed to tick off on that bucket list, but Eddie Mac was certainly on that bucket list for doing so. And when we did that podcast, um, <laughs> it was the most hilarious conversation I have ever had. I don't tend to tell people, what's your favorite podcast? What's your least favorite podcast? Because you know, I don't want to be mean and, and single people out. But that podcast was so unique from start to finish. When we started off, you know, he goes to me straight away. Have you, have you, have you wrote your notes down on paper? I said, no, I wrote my notes down on the on my computer. He said, right, rip it up. I'm like, man, is this guy going rogue on me? What the hell, you know, what the hell is he doing? I obviously write notes down to make sure that we have a bit of a structure so you know, I don't sit here thinking, hmm, what, do I, what should I ask you next? And he just took the ball and, and, it, and it just went everywhere. You know, I thought, oh, I'm going to talk to him about his Hall of Fame thing, CCL, uh, his life is general, blah, 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 blah. Also talking about when he uh, wrote for a, a wrestling website, which I didn't know, which he brought up. And it, it just went everywhere. And I remember it went all the way to him saying, right, I'm going to show you something that's going to laugh your ass off. I want you to bring up CCL Holiday Havoc 9, part two. And uh, there was another video of, of a guy uh, that he showed, first of all, where he goes to Irish Whip him and he, just, he goes to run towards the ring, but he just falls out of the ring. <laughs> it was so ridiculous. And he said, I'm going to show you something. Uh, and I, I posted this up on social media. You can check it out on my Facebook, on the Twitter, for uh, the video of that clip on the podcast and the video as well. And I don't know what to expect. And all of a sudden, Demolition Smash comes out in a convertible. <laughs> I'm just thinking, what the heck was going on? And then it changes into a van. And then he's on a motorcycle. And then he's on an ATV. And then... <laughs> It is just the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen in your life. And what makes that laughable is not the ridiculousness of the situation, i.e. smash the, the man of a thousand vehicles. It's the fact of how much Eddie loves that clip, how much he loves that. He just, his belly laugh. And then I end up laughing myself because I'm laughing at him laughing at it so much and also the video itself. Uh, and, it, and it brings me back to some of those moments that that's a moment I will certainly cherish because... That is probably one of the only times on any podcast where I've genuinely laughed, like crying laughter. 
you know, not where people say things and you kind of have that small amount of air that comes out your nose when you kind of go, that's kind of funny. But actually really belly laugh because it was so, it was so good. It was so funny. And man, that was, that was incredible. Do go and check that out because that is so funny and it doesn't matter who you are, what you, what you, you know, believe in, in terms of how you should do wrestling and all that stuff. But that was great. It was really, really fantastic. At the end of this podcast, I'm actually going to put a clip on the end of Macy's last comments on the podcast, which kind of ring true to now in terms of, um, you know, him thanking people for, for staying with him, for checking out his content, and uh, even if he's dropped out or dropped in, you know, the appreciation of that. I had Eddie Mac on again for the Black Lives Matter podcast, which came out last year, which was around, of course, the, the, the tensions that were going on in America at the time with the George Floyd uh issue arose and I got many many different people who had that kind of background and I wanted them to say a few words but I also wanted to get them to choose one song one song that they thought kind of represented them represented their lives or just anything to the occasion we had people pick things like Sam Cooke, Charlish Gambino, Donny Hathaway and Eddie Mac picked Changes by Tupac and I thought looking back on that man that is so eerie in the sense of changes you know making a change not just in your life but your attitude your behavior in the way that we treat one another and i'm not talking about this wrestling stuff i mean just in general in you know if there's someone you don't like you know there's nothing wrong with that but maybe think about the way that you behave towards that individual even if you are blood boiling of, of how much you like them you know if you don't like someone you know have it out and then go your separate ways don't go all over social media crapping on that individual because you feel that that makes you feel better about yourself. Because at the end of the day, you make yourself look more stupid because people are going to forget what your original issue is. They're going to act like how you behaved online. So you've ruined the initial time, what you disliked about that person. But anyway, that was about him talking about the, the issues of black people and you know him saying something's changed, maybe something's wrong. He hoped that he would, that would happen in his lifetime. Of course, kind of sad now, but maybe in my lifetime, other people's lifetimes. You know, the man was in his mid forties. You know, he's kind of the same age as uh, um, Ray Geddes is, and also uh, Gary Lockhart, who uh, we did a podcast with a, a while back, the Doc. So, in regards to that issue, anyway. Perhaps it's something that we could all change in just the, the racial question and, and, you know, that kind of fits for the the times now of, of that he's passed, changes, and what we do about it. Even though I had been doing this a little bit when I was a kid, when I was 15, you know, 12 years ago, and even when I did it now, and, you know, sort of drop in and out, I had never, ever done any type of commentary with Eddie Mac, ever regardless of you know, what circles we were in, or of course I went, so I would never have done anything with him in that gap before or after the gap. But that came true when I did the, uh, created the core All-Stars uh, 12 Royal Rumble match, which was on one of the nights, and I was told by, by Sean we would be doing a uh, commentary of me, uh, Adam Jackpot, and Eddie Mack. And I thought, man, that's going to be a, a unique dynamic, you know, Eddie, the, the kind of serious kind of guy. I'm kind of the, the crazy Muppet and, and Adam's just getting, you know, <laughs> all over the place. 
And when we did that recording, I thought, man, this is awesome. Like, I've never done that before. And it really was a great experience to be doing something with him because that was someone who I thought had similar commentary sort of style to me in kind of analyzing things, you know, all day long. And that would have been, I want to say May, June. And a year to that day, here I am talking about him and he's gone. That absolutely baffles the shit out of me that, a year later he's gone that's crazy absolutely crazy but i'm glad that i was able to have these times with the podcast and the event and all these other things but one of the things that he actually helped me out with personally was being able to do things on this whole wrestling thing the reason i have voiceovers is because of eddie mack you know, I back when I was a kid and I did this, you know, I used to voice everybody and it was terrible. And later on, I thought, man, how can I get people to, to do voices for this? Where can I find them? I was already on a website where I wasn't really getting traction. No one was auditioning. And I said, Eddie, I heard that uh, character you had. I think it was Julia. Um, where did you get that voice from? I thought it was someone that he might have known. Personally. He said, no, no, I use a casting call, which is a website where you can put the audition the particular individuals that you want get them to audition and then uh get them to be that person i think man well you know what we do is constant so it won't be a one-time thing he said well if you put down that you know it's going to be something that's constant that people have stayed away and people will do it if they know they're going to get that constant work and i used it and i still use it this day and it's probably the number one tool i've used to bring all the characters uh, for my show, which has been great, and also great, you know, um, great voiceovers that I've met in terms of friends, you know, Adam that does Elon Musk, Solomon that does Chris Snyder, uh, I could go all day long, you know, Derbs and Postcat, and, and they, these are people's names, not real names, but they're user names, um, you know, Arnest for Skelet, and, and uh, Sam, and Aaron, and all, all the guys that, that I've met, even uh, Kieran as well who do these voiceovers that bring it to life. And I would not have got that had he not told me that. And it was probably the one of the greatest tools he ever gave me. So I, I do thank him for that. I'm going to end with a couple of high notes. Um, I used to rib Eddie Mac mercilessly <laughs> because that's just my, my crazy sense of humor. And uh, whether it be, you know, in person on a Discord chat or in another group, um, you know, sometimes when I, when I do my set, people are kind of thinking, is he being serious? He's not being serious. One of the times I was in the, uh, what was that group? It's part of it. VW something. And it was his birthday. Everybody said, happy birthday, Eddie Mac. Happy birthday, Eddie Mac. Happy birthday, Eddie Mac. I said, happy birthday, Eddie Mac. He said, thanks, Jamco. So the next day I said, happy birthday, Eddie Mac. He said, uh, Jamco, my birthday was yesterday. He said, oh, yeah, oh yeah, I knew that. I knew that. So the next day I said, happy birthday, Eddie Mac. And he went, Jamco, my birthday was two days ago. He said, are you sure? He said, yes, it was. I said, okay, no problem. Literally every day after that, I kept saying happy birthday. And after a while, I went, oh my God, why do you keep telling me happy birthday? My birthday has been. I went, are you sure, Eddie? Are you really sure about it? He's like, oh my God, you drive me nuts. And as much as the story sounds stupid, it's just the fact of his reaction of uh, you know Eddie Mac, Eddie Mac and, and the, <laughs> is this guy being serious? Even in the, the, the Call Stars Rumble, um, me and Sean had planned for me to be an entrant in it. And I wanted to do something with Mick McMichaels, do a crazy thing where, uh, you know, we have a little bit of a, a sort of fun time in the ring of, of going back and forth. And Sean said to me, don't tell Adam and don't tell Eddie. They've got to organically react to it. So I thought, hmm, how am I going to do this? I've got to try and get off the commentary to then go on to be an entrant. 
And I can't remember what it's. I, I must. Have, I said something really stupid like, "Oh, uh, I'm going to go refill my cup of coffee." Now, if you had, anyone had said that during a commentary, you'd think, "What are you doing, man? Sh- why you say something stupid like that?" Or oh, let me stop the recording. But being the pro that Eddie was, he just went, "You uh, you you go do that. You go do that." And then, as soon as I came out, their <laughs> reactions were priceless. They sold that like gold. And I mean, like, oh my god, what's he doing out there? And and Eddie Matt being like, oh, oh my god, oh my god, tell me this is not real, this is not real. And it was uh, a real fantastic moment that I, I was glad that we were both uh, able to be a part of. So with that being said, and sharing those kind of memories with uh, with you, I want to also end with look in this CAW stuff, this professional wrestling thing, virtual, whatever you want to call it, whatever you know, the wrestling thing that, that I say. We can have dramas, we can have situations, we can have falling outs, we can uh, get angry with each other, we can troll each other on social media, we can bitch about each other all day long and, and all this stuff. But at the end of the day, what we do is we create content online for people to watch because it's a interest that we like to contribute into. So we can't be taking things personally because that's not the real us. And just like this and just like other situations I've been a part of, you need to have situations that put things into perspective for you in that this life is certainly precious. We only get one chance, and it's not always guaranteed for a certain amount of time. You know, he was, what, 40-something, you know? Um, didn't even make it to, to the middle age. Didn't even make it to 50. You know, didn't even make it to, uh, to, the, to the rest of his life. So I don't want to be the guy that sits there and says, well... Make up with these guys and scrush your beefs and things like that because that's life. People are going to dislike each other. People dislike me. I dislike people. And that's just the way that it's going to be. But it's all about your behavior and it's all about your attitude in what you change to not cause yourself so much grief, not to be in so much rage, and not to be in so much anger. And that's one thing I'm going to take away from, from this and hopefully all you guys do too in terms of regardless of your real life uh, opinions of people or even your online opinions of people. So I guess I'll end it with uh, with this, Mr. Mac. Thank you for the good times. Thank you for entertaining us. Thank you for producing great content. Thank you for bringing people together. Thank you for giving people chances on your shows and other places to show content. Thank you for giving us lots of laughs. And thank you for giving us tools to help us make our shows better. And thank you for almost being the person that could give advice. And in a way, you know, and, and this is the best best term I think is best to use. Thank you for being the standard bearer of what it should be to be a man. And also in this wrestling stuff to be somebody that is the cornerstone for a very, very long time. To be able to get people to understand that regardless of the advice that you're given, you should be able to do what you want. And have fun with it. Rest in power. Eddie Mack. Eddie Dorsey. And hopefully I will see you down the road. Where I can do a podcast with you and James Thomas in the sky. uh, The ultimate podcast. And uh, we can reminisce once again about small professional wrestling. Stay safe. Be good to one another. Peace. So before we go... Any last things you'd like to say before we head on out of here? To um, all of you who have uh, followed me this journey, um, um, like been on it from, from the beginning, or if you 
you know, hopped along somewhere and or if you like, you know, you got off and then you got back on. Um, I, I want to say thank you because uh, without you guys, uh, I wouldn't be doing this still. And um, let's have some fun. I think that's a great way to end it there. Let's have some fun. Let's continue to have fun in this whole thing we like to do. Whether CAW or anything in life, because let's be honest, we could kind of use that right now. 